Sometimes you gotta stay in, in. Welcome to my Good morning, everybody. This is Pete with All Matters. Got Radio 97, 3 FM. It's a great state. Uh, yeah, we're all around the Puget Sound here. Both in King County, Pierce County, Kitsap County, Snohomish County, Thurston County, and everything all the way down to Oregon. We've got another good show uh, for you today. we got uh, Johnny Porter on. He owns Johnny's Tsunami, which is all about keeping your house, uh, windows, roof, sidewalks, uh, gutters. Uh, he does everything to keep the house clean. How are you doing, Johnny? I'm doing well, Pete. How are you? I'm doing good. Good to have you back on, man. It's good to be back. You're out there sitting remotely in your car. I love it. <laughs> no. <a> great job. <laughs> it's my your, office. Your new mobile office. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. We're going to do kind of a be prepared for the seasons here. Uh, now that we're definitely into fall, we've had a lot of rain up here in the Seattle area, and we're moving into the winter. Um, but before we do that, I know we talked a few months ago, Johnny. What's, uh, so what's new at, at the tsunami these days? Oh man, uh, you know we're in uh, full Christmas light mode right now. Okay. So besides all the uh, you know roofs, gutters, and everything else, we're also uh, jumping in the elf suits, drinking so, lots so of hot chocolate. So if, if someone goes to your website at johnnytsunami.com, can they? Is, is it too late, or are you already booked up for Christmas lights? We are getting uh, to the point of being booked. So there's still some spots available. So, so you got to call it right away. <laughs> yeah, right. Yep. <laughs> okay. So do the people, do they just, I'll give the numbers here in a minute. So grab a, a pad of paper and a pen, guys, because you want them to do Christmas lights. They just call your either your King County office or your Kitsap County office. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So we'll give those Absolutely. numbers in a second. Now, question is, since we're talking about holiday season and Christmas lights, what exactly is that service where do you put these lights or do you basically do you do inside outside do you do it all or just exterior we just do exterior okay and we we like to uh do kind of the classic large white bulbs for most of our customers but we do get into colors and and cool custom designs too so uh we used to go full griswold (laughs) (laughs) not twinkly clark (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah, right but we 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 tried to um you know so that we can fit more people in and uh spread the joy around uh we we try to keep it pretty simple but you know the kids love the colors so we'll do the the colored bulbs and but uh you know we like to stick to the classics too yeah classic is good now you mentioned custom design what does that mean to you what custom lighting so if you if you want to get weird or if you want to uh you know pick different bulbs or different colors or you know if you want a seahawks whatever or you know we we can help choose a custom and then we can you know walk around the house with you and pick out locations where we can uh put the lights and kind of do a custom uh job for you that's pretty cool so now when you when you say lights now are you taking people's existing lights and putting them up, or do you bring the lights? We bring our own lights. You bring the lights, and okay. Yeah, what we do is we have a um, an agreement with the customer. So let's say you want Christmas lights, and we like to do like a three-year agreement. And we'll use our own lights, and we'll basically uh, rent them out to you for three years. 
and then um, come back every year and put them back up, and it's less expensive every year. So that's it's, cool. So you have it's a it's down more. in price then. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah. Now, and you're doing both the house, I'm assuming, and do you do like trees out front and that kind of stuff if, if a customer wants to do that? Yeah, we do. We do trees. Wow. We do like icicle lights. Wow. Um, and you guys handle all the timers and everything. Yeah, we can put a timer on there for you. Wow. Yep. That's pretty cool. So I got to ask because people are, this kind of piques my interest. I'm going to get the phone number in just a second. So, how do you price that up, putting these Christmas lights? And I'm assuming you take them down too, and you must store them somewhere, right? <laughs> yep. <Okay>. We, <laughs> so, but how do you price this stuff out? How does is it like a, you got to come out and look at their place and give them a quote, or how do you do it? Yeah, we like to look at the place because you know accessibility issues, right? And some uh, roof lines are higher. Some sometimes people want you know lights in different areas, so we like to just look at it and then we'll give you a per foot price based on uh, what we see. And, uh, you know, how much time it'll take. And then with the trees, uh, we usually use mini lights. And once again, that's kind of, uh, we need to uh, do some calculations and figure out, you know, how many boxes of mini lights are we going to need for this size tree and, and things like that. So it's kind of a custom estimate that, that we do for people. And I got to ask, so during the holiday season, how many of these jobs do you, does your company do? Uh, On average. I, I don't even know, you don't even but, know. but but it do, it it's basically doubling every year. Really? So yeah. So we'll yeah. we'll I don't can't remember what we started out at, but um, every year we get you know, and probably next year we'll have twice as many as well. That's uh, so yeah. It's, well, guys, it's, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm glad we opened the show with this because it is the holidays. If you want to in King County, you're going to call Joey. Um, he will take care of two zero six eight nine nine. Zero 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 three, or if it's over, you do Kitsap County. Do you do lights over Kitsap too? Oh yeah, what do you do? Definitely. Okay. So Kitsap County, uh, give them a call at three six zero two zero five one nine one three. And Joey mends the phones for both both office locations. Yep. Okay, perfect. Yep. I know you have more, but you said that they're not feeling well these days. So <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Joey's the person, so you want to give uh, give Joey a call, and then I'll. Yeah. Uh, They'll uh, set you up with your Christmas lights. You can get on there, and then it's pretty easy. I'll tell you what, that's a, that is such a great service and a great idea. And, you know, yeah. for you, I would imagine kind of this type of season, I mean, you're probably still doing a lot of roof cleanings and things, but it's a great Definitely. way to keep your workers uh, busy and employed, I would imagine. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yep. Very, very cool. All right. Don't wait, guys. If you want them to do the lights, give them a call. Uh, I'll give you the phone number here again so you can do that. Um, now I just want to make sure, so you're covering all of King County, right? In your service, yep. you go up to Snohomish, uh, yep. cleaning. Okay. So all yep. the way up to how far North, Johnny? Uh, probably, um, you know, our cutoff is about Everett. Okay. So Everett, yeah. and then you're going down, you're going over to Kitsap, which is great. And then yep. how far South do you go? Do you go down to Thurston County or just stop at Pierce? So we ended about Olympia. Oh, you do? Okay, so you're not yeah. a person guy. Okay, so you yeah. have a pretty big footprint. And then do you, we do. What, how many employees are you sitting at now? Uh, right now, there's about uh, 25 to 30. Wow. Yeah. So you have grown. That's great. Yeah, and we have an uh, office in Kitsap and in Seattle. So You do? Okay, so do you yeah. have your office. Got it. Yeah, or else we probably wouldn't be able to, 
you know, service all those locations. So you have got, you have men, and you know what I noticed, which is very cool, Jenny. I was reading a bunch of your reviews, and I got a review up here I wanted to share with everybody. But you have a lady working for you named Emily. Yes. And you have some women out there cleaning. Now this is awesome. Absolutely. I like that because you know typically construction is a man type you know business, but I think big shout out to Emily. Do you have any other females? Any other women working for you? Um, yeah, in the field. Yeah, we do. And, um, actually I'm speaking to Emily. She, she got the most five-star reviews of any other technician last month. Yeah. So I was she, reading through a bunch of them. Her name kept popping up over and over again. I thought, who's this Emily? Lady? <laughs> she's a rock star. Yeah. She's right. pretty cool. So yeah. big shout out to Emily. You're doing a great job, Emily, uh, for, for the tsunami. So, um, I, it's good for the customers, good for the business, good for everybody. So that's absolutely. Great. I do want to read, uh, and guys, by the way, I know we all look at, you know, reviews on Google, Yelp, and things like that, and it is a good indicator of a company. I've told you time and time again here at Home Matters, um, you know, we have best of breed that are on, and that's why we have Johnny Tsunami on. We're going to get into roof cleaning, gutter cleaning, uh, siding cleaning. They have a maintenance plan we're going to talk about, too, uh, before the show's over. But they have a 4.9 star rating. 474 reviews. Johnny, that's, that's impressive for the yeah, thank you. guys have been in business. So, and you know, here's the thing. There is no business that is perfect. Uh, mine never was, but it's how you handle things. You know, if there is an issue, I'm sure you take care of your customers. Truth yeah. is like love. So that's a good thing. But I do want to read this one before we um, move into the kind of the science lesson here in cleaning. Um, this one came from Jackie Kennedy up there on Google. And she had said, after using a different local Kitsap firm for several years for gutter cleaning, roof moss treatment, and holiday lights. So she did, she does quite a bit with you, I guess, out there. We recently yeah. moved all of our business to Johnny Tsunami, and wow, I am glad we did. Uh, John and Mike arrived on time. They were very professional and very careful with the cleanup afterwards. These guys are great. I highly recommend. So that's really cool. And I'll tell you what, uh, that's a shout out too to John and Mike. Have they been with you for a while? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's really nice. You know, and it's, it's, uh, it's great to read the reviews up there. It really gives you a good sense of, you know, the kind of company you have, um, Johnny and, and what you run. And I know you do it sometimes remotely, which is even more impressive. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. yeah. Uh, we love good reviews. We're, yeah, cool. <laughs> well, these guys, they, they live for good reviews. We, they, they love to hear it. So do you have like a, do you have like a, a little, uh, like a performance plan for reviews or anything in your company? Yeah, we do. So I think I talked to you before about the, the yeah. game that we like to play the beat the Yeti. Oh game. yeah, that's and, right. Yeah. And they get points and, and they get, uh, you know, we always have competitions for reviews. Yeah. So we like to have a lot of fun. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Guys, if you want to uh, check out Johnny Tsunami, too, you can do that. Um, they are, I'm going to ask, when we, uh, in fact, let's do this next. We have a few more seconds. Johnny, you're licensed in the state of Washington. Is that correct? Right. Okay. So you carry workers' comp. Yep. And can you explain to people quickly, like, why is that important for some, uh, an employee of yours is like climbing up on ladders? Yeah, it's, it's basically, you know, a layer of protection. Um, and, and in Washington state, it's in labor and industries, you know, yeah. so it's a state run workers comp program, but you know, it's extremely important, you know, that somebody have that, uh, layer of insurance that they're going to be on your property. Yeah. If you know, they fall, you're, they're, yeah. they're protecting your personal life. 
Yeah. All right, that's great. So we come back, um, we're gonna get into the science lesson, materials and cleaning process. We're talking about roof siding, gutters, things like that. With that on Pete, this is Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM. Seattle News and Seattle's Talk. Okay, we're back. This is Pete with Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM. Seattle News and Seattle Talk. We're having a great discussion here with Johnny Porter. He owns Johnny Tsunami. Uh, they do holiday lights. Uh, so if you want, you know, guys, I'll tell you what, we just talked about that in the first segment. So if you missed it, go to minorquest.com forward slash home matters. But I'll tell you what, I wouldn't wait on that because it sounds like he's getting booked up. So, um, and they only have so many employees in so many spots. So if you're in the Kitsap County, Snohomish County, King County, Pierce County, Thurston County, They'll hang your lights for you, put them up on the lawn, put them on the house, but you got to make sure you call them. I'll give you the number right now, write it down. And, uh, before we move ahead, because that this time of year, that's kind of a, a fun thing. I, it's too bad, man. I didn't, I, uh, I wish you could come to my house and be my lights. <laughs> Cause I could mess around with those dark things. and like, yeah, this is such a pain. Be much oh better. yeah. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> So for, uh, for King County, I guess King of Snohomish, give him a call at 206-899-0003. And then if you are on the Kitsap side, uh, give him a call at 360-205-1913. So if they're in Pierce or Snohomish, should they call the, the 206 number? Is that, is that yep. Okay. Yeah, yep. All right. And that's for Joey. Joey will take care of you. Um, and get that scheduled. And then, you know, by the way, too, guys, you might want, we're going to go into roofs and gutters and things like that. This time of year, uh, I guess when the guys come out and look at the holiday lights, they kind of look at the roof and the gutters if they want them to, too, and, and kind of see if there needs to be some work done there. Oh, yeah. They okay. they can look at it all for you. Good. Yep. That keeps it simple. Then you got Might one. as well. They can, yeah, they can wrap it all up and <laughs> get it all done. So, yeah. I don't, I don't do that anymore. I'm too old to be climbing on ladders and go up and cleaning <laughs> <laughs> That's a great service you guys you guys do. All right, let's get into um, kind of this, a little bit of a science lesson. Um, Johnny, you know, there is a big, we've talked about this in the past, but, you know, we have new listeners and it's good worth repeating. A lot of people, you know, they look at sidewalks or they look at foundations or they look at concrete um, or decks and they, and they really look at this hard, hard surface, right? Yeah. So really, uh, can you speak to kind of the porosity of these different surfaces and what happens in, uh, with a porous surface as it relates to your type of business? Yeah, so, you know, when let's, <laughs> let's pick a service. So if we're doing a soft wash, which is a solution-based cleaning, Mm-hmm. Um, then the porosity is, is, it's, you know, we have a guide and we, we put certain, uh, materials down on this guide and we say, okay, well, we have to adjust our formulas based on, um, you know, how porous or, um, the different materials and things like that. So let's say we're going to be cleaning some concrete and we're going to be needing to do soft wash. Well, concrete is actually a lot more porous than people realize. And, uh, yeah, it seems hard and smooth, but you know, it, it, depending on the finish, it, it, you know, um, algae and moss and, and they got little, you know, cups of in the, retained water and uh, stuff gets in there, dirt, grime, everything. So, you know, a, sometimes these things, they need a, 
a solution with a surfactant to kind of drill down and pull up the, uh, the grime and, you know, the grossness yeah. <laughs> so that we can wash it away. Yeah. Well, no, it's a big, that, and that's an important point, you know, especially we're going to talk about moss on roofs, although, uh, moss does grow. It's prolific on sidewalks and things too, as well. But, you know, it's funny, I would say in, in the greater Puget Sound area, if you stand still for any period of time, you're going to grow algae on your back because it's just kind of the way yep. it is. We're in a wet environment. Um, but one thing, guys, to remember is, Johnny, if you could picture it, the porosity, like on cement, on sidewalks and things, they're like little cups. And the cups in the porosity can hold the water and hold the soil. And that's what's needed for, especially for algae, right? Their little roots are called hyphae. They'll grow right into that. Before you know it, you got this stuff spreading all over your your sidewalk. And as we all know, uh, algae is a little bit slippery when it gets wet and people can fall. Um, So there's a safety issue there too. So, um, So Johnny, can you speak to, okay, so we talked about porosity and a lot of these hard services. If you looked at them under a microscope, you could actually see, I mean, there's porosity in wood, there's porosity in composites, there, you know, in decking composites, porosity in cement, pretty much everywhere, right? So hence why your business exists, right? Because you got to clean all that stuff off. Now, the the old standard used to be back in the day, and we'll talk just about um, cleaning, uh, a cleaning, uh, I guess, liquid for lack of a better term. We always go to bleach. So why does bleach not work? And how is it, you know, how is your solution different from just a straight bleach solution? Right. Good question. Bleach is, um, is in, you know, honestly, bleach by itself is uh it, it can be very effective because it has a burning it, it can burn stuff you know instantly but the problem with bleach is it, it has no like real ability to get down um you know and i don't know the science behind it the surface tension or or what but um you need something a carrier you need a surfactant to carry that bleach down so you know we always we always mix uh sodium hypochlorite uh mixed with the surfactant to take care of these issues because if you were just a you know poor uh 30 second cleaner on on stuff yeah it's gonna look it's gonna look better but it, it doesn't exactly mean that the the bleach was able to penetrate all the way down and get those roots yeah. and get, get to the base of stuff so um you know dwell time is important too when we when we spray some um some solutions on things we you know, we uh typically have depending on the surface a certain amount of dwell time so you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes to really let it soak in and do its job. So it can and, actually kill the roots is really what yeah. you do. You got to get to the root source, so to speak, right? <laughs> get rid of those. Exactly. So it's not just a service. And by the way, I know I mentioned this before, but every time you bring that up, uh, that is very true. Uh, bleach by itself cannot penetrate a membrane in a porous surface. Um, I know this. I know it's very weird, but back in the day when I went to Seattle University, Professor Robel, uh, I don't even know if he's still alive, but if he is, big shout out to him. <laughs> tells us about Prandtl membrane theory. And it tells you all about how the membrane, even like of a water droplet, has a force to it. And that's what is happening here. Bleach cannot penetrate that force of that membrane. And so what you're saying is very true. I know that from engineering school, from science. Um, you know it from application, but that's great because 
the surfactant you're saying is the carrier that gets through the membrane so that the, the your agent can get to the roots and kill it. That's basically what you're saying, right? Exactly. Yep. yep. So, and then dwell time, like what are typical dwell times there, Johnny? What, what do you need to have it sit for how long? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, if it's, um, let's, let's take, for example, uh, vinyl siding, it, it collects a lot of, it's one of the things that, yeah, it's got a lot of porosity, but, um, it's got a slick surface as well. Um, but if, if we're going to be doing vinyl siding, you know, a 10 minute dwell time after application is going to be plenty to clean up that vinyl siding. Yeah. But if we're doing moss on a roof, you, we need to let that sit, you know, hours. Okay. Um, so, so dwell time on, you know, it's really soak into that moss and, and get down to the roots of moss. I know there's <laughs> probably people out there that know that moss don't, doesn't actually have roots. It's, it's called something else like rhizomes or something, yeah. but they're uh, small little tentacles that, yeah, it's know, like a tentacle. So it is yeah. Like a root though. Yeah. Yeah. And it really grabs on those. It ain't um, because you try to pull yeah. it off like on a composite roof. It, it's hard to get off. <laughs> yeah. Right. But when we, when we carry that, when we let that uh, solution sit on your roof and it carries down to those rhizomes and, and kills them, yeah. um, then it detaches. And um, we like to stick to roof manufacturers' uh, recommendations in that we don't like to go uh, instantly brushing roofs after we've treated them yeah. or, or spraying them down. Because any any kind of pressure that you put on a roof that's more than the pressure of rain falling on it can actually dislodge granules on your roof. So what we're we're, in the ideal circumstances, we're going to want to put a solution on your roof and actually just let it sit and let it weather off. And, you know, we provide a warranty for that because some people are a little bit like, so you're going to spray my roof and then leave and leave it there. And, you know, well, well, yeah, that's, that's how we do it. That's the most effective way to um, kill the moss, let it weather off on its own. And then it'll preserve the most life, out of your roof that way uh, so that we're not putting extra, you know, rubbing extra years off of it by brushing it or pressure washing it. Makes a lot of sense. We come yeah. back, we're going to continue our discussion on that. I got a couple questions about that. Plus about your product, is it biodegradable? Everybody worries about that too. Uh, that it's not Definitely. Cockpit <laughs> biodegradable. So we come back, we'll do that. We'll talk about gutters and siding, and they have a great maintenance plan as well. With that, I'm Pete. This is Home Matters, Car Radio 97, 3 FM, Seattle News, and Seattle Talk. Okay, we're back. This is Pete with Home Matters, Car Radio 97, 3 FM, Seattle News, and Seattle Talk. We're having a good discussion here with Johnny Porter. He is the founder and owner of Johnny Tsunami. They're all over Snohomish, King, Pierce, Kitsap, and Thurston. They will take care of everything related to cleaning roof, gutters, windows. They do pressure washing. Uh, they'll clean your decks. Um, this time of year, guys, I tell you what, now that we're in the kind of the fall going into the winter season, um, they'll do the holiday lights. I talked about that previously in the show, but I would call uh, fairly soon as we get on there. But this time of year is a really big one. Uh, take a look at your roof, especially your gutters. Um, we're going to get into a maintenance plan, too, because these guys do a great job where they make it virtually pain-free for you so they can set you up on a regular program. They'll just come out and take care of stuff. And I'm assuming you're – I know you got a couple people that are sick in your office. 
But uh, Erica and is it Ayla? Ayla, yeah. You too. Big shout out to you. I hope you guys get healthy soon. Uh, I know Joey's holding down the fort now, but they'll, they'll <laughs> yep. take care of you. They, in a maintenance plan, we'll get into that, but just so we're talking about it right now, they'll call, right? And say, hey, we're, we're headed out for your maintenance plan. They give the, the owner a heads up and all that stuff. Yeah, we'll give you a heads up and uh, preferably schedule a day for you, you know, a, a routine time for you. Perfect. And we'll get and, into uh, that later in the show because I think yeah. that's the actual, I mean, and you do commercial businesses too, which is great. Uh, we yeah. had a wellness center. You, man, if I'd have known that, I'd have hired you because come clean the windows. Right. Your face, I don't have to deal with it, right? So, absolutely, that's an important service. I love that. All right, uh, went through the science, kind of the science lessons of materials and cleaning. One thing I want to ask, though, before we move into the rest of the roof, so uh, Johnny is so you're using uh, it's kind of like a bleach like product, but with a, 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 a serpicant. Is that what it's called, serpicant? Uh, surfactant, yeah. Surfactant, I'm sorry. Yeah. And that gets in to kill the roots uh, or the hyphae or the little tentacles in the moss. Um, but how about, is your product safe as a biodegradable or what kind of a uh, liquid is this? Yeah, so our solution, um, one of the active ingredients is sodium hypochlorite, which is uh, uh, the active ingredient in bleach. Yeah, for bleach, yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's something that we blend together. And, um, you know, with, with our product, uh, and some, some people are afraid of bleach, but you know, it's, it's actually a really, um, it, it, it's really biodegradable. Actually, yeah. it, it'll turn into salt and water in about 20 days. So it biodegrades really quick. Okay. So it's friendly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, even on some of our containers around the shop, when, when I'm explaining this to some of the, some of the guys at the shop, you know, I say, Hey, check out our uh, containers over here. You'll see the salt crystals on them. You know, if, if, if a drop of bleach, um, you know, or, uh, sodium hypochlorite gets on the container, it it turns into salt, you know, pretty quickly. It's very true because sodium hypochlorite, if you look at the chemical structure of it, if you look at, at salt, it's NACL, which is sodium and chlorine. Salt, which is natural to the earth, and water is H2O, so it's hydrogen and oxygen. So it's breaking yeah. down into those two uh, those two fundamental elements. There. Yeah, and it's a natural occurring yeah. sub, or um, you know substance too. There's uh, bleach happens in earth. Uh, yeah. Sodium chloride does, and uh, and I'm not you know I, I think the way that they actually manufacture it is they take salt water and run it through electrolysis, and uh, uh, that's how they create. Um, sodium hypochlorite, you know, chlorine. Yeah. We'll do that in the, in the future show. We'll have a little Bill Nye, the science guy on that. <laughs> yeah, <right>. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Now let's go back into roofs because you kind of led into that last segment. Um, so let's kind of back up for a second. So let's say, okay, someone's thinking about, hey, it's holiday season. I want, you know, Johnny Tsunami to come out and do my holiday rides. But they're listening to the show here. Uh, and they go out and take a look at their roofs. So, Johnny, what are some of the signs that, let's just start there, that you might need to have your roof clean? What could be up there uh, that could be causing problems? Yeah, so the best sign is just just look at it, you know, and, and that's the thing about the Northwest is all you have to do is, is look up there. Is there, is there a funky green color? Is there mustard algae? Is it black? You know, and, and sometimes this, uh, gliocapsum magma black algae will, uh, get on your roof and it'll spread Isn't and it'll happen so slow. 
Yeah. 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 Right. (laughs) So, you know, you drive home every day and you you see your roof, but after you do that hundreds of times and that's spreading slowly, you you know, it's hard to realize. So yeah, I don't know if if you go out and you take a fresh look at your roof and look for discoloration, look for black, look for green, look for anything that is, you know, organic material that doesn't belong up there. We even clean debris off roof too, because that's, that's important to. Well, yeah, um, I was going to talk about that because, you know, where I grew up in Olympia, we had, some beautiful cedar trees that were right next to the roof. And my dad did not cut them down when we built our house. The problem yeah. is those cedar trees dumped all the cedar oh, man. Uh, leaves on the roof. Um, and, you know, those things, they're worse than deciduous leaves because they just kind of sit there. And they don't. Yeah. Unless you have a massive windstorm, they're not going anywhere. They sit up yeah. the roof. Which, just blow more on the roof. <laughs> yeah, well, and here's the, here's the thing. I mean, it's an ecosystem up there because with the cedar, that's a water dam. The water dam also dams up the spores for the algae and also the and the uh, the moss, right? So then the moss starts right. going because you got the cedar up there, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that in terms of now moss and and that's very common in all our roofs. Why is why is moss a bad thing to leave on the roof? How does it prematurely age? Can, can we talk about that for a little bit? Yeah, definitely. So um, kind of like we were talking about with porosity, a lot of times moss, moss loves composition roofs and, yeah. you know, it, it anywhere there's going to be water, standing water or slow draining water, moss is just going to love the, that environment. Um, so any, any place that's porous and, and wet, uh, you'll notice on the side of your house with less sun exposure, there's going to be more moss because it doesn't like dryness. It doesn't like the sun. Um, and, and that, and like we said, it'll grab onto those granules and it will, and it'll, it'll peel out those granules with its little tentacles. It'll also raise up the lips of your shingles um, and let weather inside. And when, when you put a roof on, there's a, a layer of tar right under the, lip and that's supposed to seal down and uh hopefully make a nice tight seal uh it doesn't always happen but that's that's what you want is it you want to have a nice seal moss is going to raise the lip of that shingle up and it's going to push up the lip of the shingle and it's going to break that seal and then and then when moss or water starts damming and backflowing up and you know and then when the winds come along it can blow those shingles off because it's lifting them up Yep. It's just bad in general. It's moss is just bad. bad it is. And over time, you're exactly right. And I'm glad you brought that up. You know, unlike, um, say, a metal roof, a composite roof is very porous. Plus, it has these little jaggies, like microscopic mountains, with all of the, the granules that are on there. So there's a lot of surface area for the moss to grab onto. And it does act like a water dam, and that water pressure can, and the moss can actually lift the shingle, which can cause moisture rot on the roof. Um, yep. So over time, if you, I mean, here's the thing, guys, you can, you know, it's kind of a paper now, paper later is how I look at it, Johnny, because if you don't use a, a service like your company, sooner or later, and you let it go, you're going to have a lot of moisture rot problems on your roof which means you have to replace the roof and you're going to have to fix the dark thing with all the sheathing underneath that's moisture rotted. And you can talk about that worth that's going to be several thousands of dollars versus what you charge, which is quite a bit less 
to maintain that roof and give it its, you know, its life that it, it can have. It doesn't last forever, but at least you're extending the life and not shortening the life by letting that stuff sit up there. That, yeah. So, yeah. You're a hundred percent right, Pete. Yeah. So, and- um, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. Speaking, did did we do we bring up maintenance plans, or we're going to talk about maintenance yeah, plans? Yeah, we are. We're going to we're going to do that. We got one more segment. I want to. Oh, got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're only in the third segment, and I will get there because I want. To, but I wanted to spend a little time on roofs. So now let's so let's continue our discussion here. So they went out and looked. They saw the black streaks. They saw the algae, probably mostly moss, and if you have cedar or you have leaves. So now you guys are going to come out. Um, you're taking a look at a property because I guess every roof is a little bit different, right? As far as how to estimate it, quote it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then your guys, your technicians come out. Um, now you talked about brushing being a big no, and and we also know that don't ever pressure wash a roof, right? Yeah. So what Absolutely. do you guys do to stay away from the brushing and the pressure washing? How do you clean stuff off a roof before you're applying your your solution? Yeah. And first off, let me just recommend if you have trees close to your house, that's shedding debris on your roof. It's, it's usually a good idea to try to cut those back, but in, in our area, it's inevitable. You'll have like seagulls dropping shells or we find the weirdest stuff on roofs. (laughs) I wouldn't believe some of the weird things we found up there, but you don't um, get fingers or anything. That's all cool, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But we, we like to air, we use air. So we'll get up there with a blower and that's our main way that we can do it without uh, harming the roof is just simply by blowing the roof off the best that we can. So that's for Um, debris, like the cedar and the deciduous leaves, correct? Exactly. Yep. And then for moss though, so you said in the, in the previous segment, you're putting on a solution or powder, or what do you put on that you have to let sit to kill the moss? Yeah. So the when we do an initial cleaning, it's going to be a solution. Okay. And that's going to get your roof. It's going to kill that moss, and it's going to weather off. After that, and I guess we're going to the, the next segment, highly recommend a maintenance plan. And if you want, I can talk about um, the other solution that we use for maintenance plans. Okay coming up too. We will do that. Um, we're getting yeah. down to the end of the segment. So when we get into the next one, I will talk to you initially about, I do want to get into gutters too. We don't want to forget those. Things. A lot of leaves and debris and gutters and moss and plants and everything growing out of the gutters. We'll Love get into it. that too in the next segment. You want to give these guys a call if you're in King County at 206-899-0003 or KITSAP 360-205-1913 or go to Johnny Tsunami. That's T-S- UNMI.com. With that on Pete, this is Home Matters Car Radio 97 3 FM, Seattle's News. And Seattle Talk. All right, we're back. This is Pete with Home Matters Car Radio 97 3 FM, Seattle's News. And Seattle Talk. We're having a good discussion here with. Johnny Porter he is the founder and owner of Johnny Tsunami. You can check him out at johnnytsunami.com. You guys, uh, well, you've been in business, what, about eight years now? Is that, is that right? uh, 11 years. 11, gosh. We're 11 years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 11 years. That's great. I'm glad you, uh, you've you been doing well and been growing. And uh, it's a great service what you guys provide because in our climate environment in the greater Puget Sound area, it is so, you know, just full of rain, wet, um, 
you know, and then with windstorms and grime shoots up against siding, all that kind of stuff. So right. Yeah. The house is in constant decay, and if you don't protect it, it can even more rapidly decay. So um, exactly. It's nice to have you guys out there to be able to provide these services to help our houses last longer and, you know, keep things nice and clean. It's always nice to have a clean looking house. Yeah, we love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet you do. All right. Um, okay. So one thing I wanted to ask about before we move off of roofs, and we'll definitely get into your maintenance plants here, Johnny, this segment. But so tell me, so for stuff like moss, you can't really blow it off. So you're putting on a solution to kill it. And then yep. how long do you wait? And then do you come back now? And is, are the roots lifted where you can blow that off now? Is that kind of what happens or how do you do that? So what happens is we're going to work. We're, we're going to spray your roof. And, uh, and when we leave that day, it's instantly going to look a lot better because the solutions instantly, it's going to give it a punch to the face and it's just going to wipe half of it out. You know, so it's going it to it right away. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, it's going to, it's going to kill it. And then, and then what we talked about with the loosening of the, the roots and then the weathering off, that all depends on how long has that moss been up there digging in its heels and its right. tentacles. So that, and I like to tell people for every year you've seen it up there, it's probably going to be about a month to weather off. So if you've seen it up there for three years, which is a long time. It's probably going to take about three months to safely weather off after we spray it. Yeah. And when you say weather off, what does that mean? So the, the elements can also be used to our advantage, right? The, the rain, the wind, uh, it gives our roof a beating. It also kind of beats these elements down and off of our roof. And and this is where uh, the maintenance plans come in because porosity can also be an advantage for us because we use uh, typically a zinc powder on the uh, ridge line of the roofs. So when we get you on every six month or 12 month maintenance plan, we're going to put this on the ridge of your roof. Yeah. And when it rains, that rain is going to carry it down, but the porosity of it, it's going to keep it up there. It's going to make sure it sticks up there and it's going to last for about six yeah. months to 12 months. So That'll when the rains it'll carry it down and it'll it'll change the pH balance of your roof so that moss it it doesn't like it growing there Got so it. it'll keep the moss away so the initial That's cleaning the- is a big spray right yeah <laughs> but the maintenance is uh, a simple it's really the key thing yeah yeah it's, it's, and actually it's I'm glad you brought that up because back in the day we built houses we used to put zinc strips up on the roof so you're still using a zinc powder instead of a zinc strip because zinc is great it it's a uh, it will keep stuff off your roof for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then I guess what you're saying too, if I'm visualizing this correctly, you're using the elements like rain. So once you kill the moss and it has, uh, the roots have derooted, so to speak, from the composition shingle, the rain can wash it down into the gutter. So I imagine you schedule a gutter cleaning with these people after a period of time and clean all <laughs> Boom. the Boom. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> That's... You would. That's the plan, right? Like, uh, and, and, you know, because it's like changing the oil in your car, you know, you, you're going to need to do, uh, you know, routine maintenance if you want to keep it looking nice. And, and that's the other reason we love to get people on gutter clean or uh, maintenance yeah. plans is do the gutters and the roof while we're up there and it's less expensive. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. One last thing around roofs, because there is a lot of debris, like when you're blowing off debris, how do your technicians, because that's a key concern is like, 
you know, now you're shooting all kinds of stuff over my deck and in my front yard. How do you guys keep things clean so it doesn't look like a, like a bomb went off of my, <laughs> my yard? This has been an evolving process. You know, we used to just blow it off and then try to, you know, landscape it, you know, like uh, rake it up and, yeah. you know, put it in bags. We found that, you know, if we spread out tarps in the area that we're blowing the debris off to yeah. catch yeah. that stuff, then um, that's the most effective way to keep everything looking the way it was. You put tarps down and then you basically roll the tarps up and take them away and it keeps it clean. Yeah, that's that's our preferred method right and there. And I saw in a review or two, I don't know if you do this on standard thing, but I saw in a review or two, somebody was really raving about your company because like for decks, your technicians took the furniture off the deck and then they did the cleaning, got everything you know cleaned up and then they put the furniture back on. Is that typical of what your technicians do? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's typical in that uh, you know there's there's sometimes uh, and this is a, a, a tough line to walk because you know people have expensive um, you know vases or pots or yeah. things like that and it's like ah I don't know if I want to you know move yeah, that like uh, yeah. yeah right <laughs> so we'll usually coordinate with you um, yeah. to to figure out removal of more sensitive things uh, otherwise you know things like furniture if it's not like four hundred pound whatever uh teak um couches or things like that then you know we we can yeah we can move some stuff around for you that's no problem for us what you can't then i guess you cover up right if it's an expensive exactly just make sure it doesn't get fun stuff okay cool yeah all right that's good um let's move over to gutter cleaning i don't want to miss this because this is another biggie this time of year and then we'll get into you know some some maintenance plans and things like that uh, I did mention this, guys, just so you're aware, and this is why I do not do gutter cleaning anymore. Uh, I want to give you a safety fact. I think this is from OSHA. But more than 500,000 people a year fall off of ladders. Uh, 97% occur at home type environments. Wow. So yeah. this is not something, you know, I'd say leave it to the technicians. Johnny <laughs> Tsunami. Because when you get up there, if you make a fall and you mess up your knee or your hip, it's going to take a long time to get, you know, to, get uh, to recover from. So, yeah, it's worth paying uh, these guys of giants not to do that. So now, right. quickly, give us an overview of, like, how do you go about cleaning gutters and things like that? So I, I guess, in essence, we're saving lives out there, right, Pete? Well, yeah, I, I, <laughs> are. I, mean, I, I don't want to get up on the ladder anymore. um yeah you know it's true i don't i don't usually like to highlight that too much because it sounds i don't know it's it sounds um i don't know it's just not something i usually like to say but but it's true it's 100 percent true you know we you know we we would rather be up there than have you up there um just so you stay safe you know are you Um, manually cleaning these gutters out with your hands or do you have a special tool that does it or how do you guys get the gutters clean we typically use a, a we, we call it the gutter spoon and okay. it's a, a tool that we use to run through the gutters and it lets water through, yeah. but it pulls the debris towards us. And then we're able to scoop those debris out and then dispose of them for you. And yeah. one last thing before we move into maintenance plans here is tell us, you have an opinion on gutter guards or leaf guards or things like that. Yeah. Because uh, a lot of people say, well, why don't I just get that? I don't need you on these phenomena. So what you <laughs> so. We, we've actually been searching uh, high and low to find the right gutter cover to provide our customers. Right. Um, and we get calls weekly of, of people asking us to remove their gutter covers that they currently have. Really? Um, yeah, because, 
you know, typically a lot of these covers are built to solve a certain problem, but depending on the foliage you have around your house or, um, you know, the weather conditions or, uh, in our area in the Northwest, uh, there's a problem with most of them. And I have not found a silver bullet. So until we do, they all seem to work there. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, good. So you're, you just don't see them as work. So, yeah, you know, unless we have a strong recommendation of, um, you know, what to use in our area in the Northwest and we find one that is, is working, then we won't recommend a gutter cover, but if anyone has one, that's killing it for them, we'd love to hear about it because we're problem solvers. You know, we, we would love to provide a service like that. We just haven't found the right product yet. Got it. Okay. Let's, for the last time we have left here, let's talk about this. You do maintenance, you do residential and commercial. How do your maintenance plans work? Can you tell us about that a little bit? Uh, yeah, so residential's typically six to twelve month maintenance plan okay. window, um, and and that usually does good for residential. And then commercial, depending on your needs, like Pete, we do windows uh, weekly for some people. So you know, it's just it's going to be a custom uh, basis on those. So you just come out, you provide an estimate, set up the frequency, and then you take care of it. no brainer. You, yeah, you let us know what you want, and we can. Uh, we can custom build you a plan. That's awesome. Well, Johnny, yeah. it's good to have you on the show again. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's again. great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. With that, I'm Pete. This is Home Matters, Car Radio 97.3 FM, Seattle's News and Seattle's Talk.